Today we're going to look at the new Lamborghini Technica and really describe why Lamborghini is the master of marketing. Hey everybody and welcome back to Car Side Chat. I am your host VIP Primo and this morning I was awoken to a video uh, reminder that I had set up about the new Lamborghini Huracan that was coming out. Uh, I don't even think we had a name yet but it's called the Technica and it is a very cool car and I have to say that when I read this whole thing coming up I was like this is this is going to be cool. So watching the video, I immediately not only just started paying attention to the car, but I really loved the idea of how this commercial was set up, how this video, how the Lamborghini is up to their game. Everybody used to say, hey, Lamborghini doesn't have commercials on TV. And they were like, why? It was because there's no buyers on television. Well, I'm going to tell you that you are completely wrong. And the reason is now very readily available that uh, Lamborghini owners seek out Lamborghini products and people who like the products actually seek them out versus them seeking other people out. And the thing is, is once we saw this video, which we're going to take a little bit of a look at, I don't know how much I can actually play. We might like kind of jump around on it a little bit. Uh, but yeah. Once you see this video, you're going to really understand exactly why these guys master what they do. Um, and this is a learning experience, not just for you know for one brand, but I mean, I think every brand could learn something for this. Before we start today, don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to hit the bell icon. So uh, some of you guys usually just listen to this uh, as a voice area today. And others of you, uh, Spotify has made it available for me so that I can actually be able to put this into video formats. So you guys are seeing me, this is great. And I am super excited about it, please. Uh, I got a little scruff today. Um, I have been in a huge rush. This has been going nonstop. So the, one of the reasons I haven't been able to do things is because if you saw the video yesterday on our YouTube channel, um, we actually have a 360 video now. So we have virtual, the ability to do virtual reality drives. Uh, this is something that I really want to expound on and do a lot more with. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of other opportunities. I had um, one of the things I did this weekend, which I have to say was an epiphany, was the ability to go out and actually film something like a car commercial. Uh, it's kind of an NDA right now, so I can't disclose too much of it, but the, what we did was just astounding. Every piece of footage that we saw, and I have to say, it, I've always wanted to make a movie. Um, I wrote a script way back in 2005, uh, and the story has kind of changed and morphed a little bit, but it's one of those things I'd really love to sit down with somebody and actually make a, a movie out of it. I think it would be an amazing story. Um, and like I said, it's something that I've just had, but I want to do it with the right group. And, uh, it's thing is, is I kind of think I may have found the group for it. It's really just going to be, you know, where do we go from here? 
but but I have to say that one thing that really has been bugging me and the thing that really has taken it's two years now that this has been going on that has been kind of behind the scenes and you may have seen it. Executive Automotive Society started off kind of as aggressive design, and aggressive design was more of a, a hardware thing. We started that um, as more selling products, and the videos that were associated really pushed the product line, and it was something that I wanted that to stay as a product thing, um, selling shirts, helping people in car clubs promote themselves, giving them different opportunities. And when we wanted to do the video stuff, it kind of just morphed into it, but I, I wanted it to be its own thing. And this brand, Executive Automotive Society, started way back then. I want to say it was like 2005, 2006, so they kind of came together. It just, there was a lot of problems with the way YouTube and other things handled it. Back then, there was Street Fire, there was LimeWire. You really had to, you know, any place you could put a video, you could put it out. There was no platform like we have today where I can just put stuff up and you guys can see it. Um, so that was the thing is, is, it was very tough to do that. But when about 2019, I decided to go ahead with it and say, now executive is its own thing and kind of run this the way we wanted to do it. But if you've ever tried to design a website and worked with other people, it is bar none a nightmare. And the thing was, as I thought dealing with professionals, dealing with other people that it was, the process was going to get easier and it really has been nothing but pain and spending a ton of money that I really just threw away. So I finally kind of just gave up and said, you know what, I'm just going to, I can't ask anybody to do it anymore. I had to learn how to do all this stuff myself. So it actually took a lot of time to basically do what I needed to do and get back into it. But congratulations, executiveautomotivesociety.com is actually under my control. I'm able to put updates on it do the stuff I need to do, and I am just so happy. Go over there, take a look at it, uh, see what it looks like we did. It's so funny. We were going to make a video yesterday um, to kind of promote it, and funny enough, we had some IP problems, so we had to redirect the website. Um, little things like that. They're just going to be happy. You have to, to bounce with it. Um, so that was the thing is, is I was happy to do that. Now, the other thing is, is if you have the ability to go over to Instagram, Instagram has been chugging along the whole time. We actually have a Facebook page. So executive automotive society, Facebook page. Um, and if you're out there in the world, you may get, uh, in your driving your car, you may get a little flyer and that flyer might have a QR code. And that means that you can go to the private group. Uh, and be invited to some of the private things or the you know global things, the reminder page, if you will, where we really put in the work. So that's that. And I am glad to be kind of over that hump, if you will, because it has just been, I don't even know how to explain it. There's so much to it. Um, but yeah, there's some, I, I, I've been kind of washing this around. Obviously, I wanted you guys to take the journey with me of going from, you know, uh, being the small farm boy that came from Virginia, uh, raising tobacco, uh, to moving to New England, to um, basically raising some businesses, working with my awesome wife who uh, put together some stuff with me, and we now run all our businesses. I I work from home. I'm able to do this video stuff whenever I want to do it, uh, and that has really brought me to. I kind of was like, where's the ceiling here, and the thing was, as I said, do I share it with everybody? And I think I am. I'm uh, going to, I'm taking my real estate courses right now and I'm getting into real estate. My friend Jim has really pushed me to do this. We, 
um, we we sat down one time and just kind of had a heart to heart on it, and and he said, you know, the the next step has got to be real estate, and he's right. We have houses uh, in different areas, but a lot of stuff that really isn't, I want to say, making me money. So I wanted to be able to take that, and I think that's the next level. So if anybody said, you know, where do you go from owning, you know, the BMWs, owning the Porsche? you know, having the fun cars that I buy because I want to buy them and then kind of moving up to that big, I want to say, I'm going to say elite level. So in other words, buying the Lamborghinis, buying the, the Bentleys and the Rolls and stuff like that. And I really think that, I mean, investment, no matter who you are, if you, you, you get that first thing that kind of gets you there and then you kind of start learning that you have to invest and, and get to it. So I'm hoping that you guys join me with that journey because I don't want to just share these cars. I want to be able to own these cars. And I know that in my time of selling them, it was one thing where I said, you know what, I'll sell these cars forever. I'll never be able to buy one doing it. Um, but it was a good time. It was fun. I loved meeting the people that I met today. A lot of you guys, I so appreciate the friendships that I've made, um, especially in the Lamborghini world. Uh, it really is a family. And you're going to see that right now when we go into this commercial, how Lamborghini really preemptively kind of tells you what they want you to hear and then they build to it. So here's the, I'm going to put the video up over here and we're going to press play with it. So the first thing they, he rolls this thing out and he sets a standard. This is the president. So I love when they do a video and you really start off with the buck stops here. This is the president. Now he's talking right now and he's setting the standard for the car. He's saying the best of the best, this kind of thing. And I love that. So this is the whole thing. So before we get into this next part, which this next part is pure gold. Um, I want to say something about the way he did that. Notice that he sets the standard for the car. And it's not just sets the standard, but the idea that you know that it's getting backed up. So this car is going to come out. It's going to be everything that that they hype about these cars. It's so funny that we have all these arguments with the Ferrari guys. And, you, and I love you guys to death, by the way. Um, <laughs> but we have these arguments about like, hey, well, you know, really just the brand is making the same car over and over again and just doing stuff. It's not. It's really... Every time we see this, and it's with every brand, and it's all based on how you kind of sell the brand, if you will. Um, but it's not just about building the car up, and we'll see that, is that it's about taking that one thing and mastering it. Uh, the first time you make an omelet, it's not a perfect omelet. The first time you made your first omelet, I hope it was crap. I hope it was the worst thing ever. When we had first started making our brands, um, it was very difficult for us to start off and say, this is the perfect one. Um, you don't want to settle on that. The first thing I wanted to do was test everything that we had and continue to test it until we were happy to bring it to the public. And that's something that Lamborghini not only can do, they master that. Here's being brought to the public the best thing that we have, working more in our dynamics or working less on speed. They set their standard and their goals right up front. And so you as the buyer, and it's not hidden either, you as the buyer know what you're getting from the car. But this next part right here is pure magic, and that is who the buyers of a Lamborghini are. How would I describe him in three words? Courageous? Indomitable, wild. This is incredible. 
the idea of not just saying this is the typical ideology of the brand. So this is the kind of person, but you're giving them stuff that who doesn't want to be this person. And this person is an abstract. We never say the name of this guy. We never set a standard and say, well, this is Gary and Gary's really good at what he does. And you know, this is the kind of person he is. No, we set standards that everybody wants to have or certain people want to have if you will i'm sure not everybody wants to be that you know great person that uh you know has a suit or wears a leather jacket uh but it also says that this is the kind of person they want to be and you can be it with the car you're saying in your head this the picture of the bull and then ends it with that she drives a lambo that That is just, sorry for pausing it back and forth there. Um, that just kills it. Like, we we know who that person is. We have no idea. But the thing is, is who are we sitting in that seat? I don't care who you are, what you do, what kind of person you are. Um, and a lot of people say, no, I don't want to land Brindley. That's too much. It's whatever is excessive. No, you just saw yourself in that seat. You saw yourself as a person who was a busy worker that, you know, who's the cool person you want to hang out with? You want to hang out with yourself. Um, there it was in living color, man. That was great. And then the idea of not only just saying that person drives a Lambo, this person drives a Lambo, this person drives a Lambo. And then Nayland at home was saying that's the person that drives the Lamborghini Technica. I, I am just, I, I it's just so impressed by that. Like, marketing genius and everybody just used to say hey they don't put they don't have car commercials on tv why don't they have car commercials on tv i'm like because you can't do that that is not that doesn't work in television and the crazy thing is is that in in coming from and I, and I know the Lamborghini owners I know the people that I hang out with and I know the identity that they go by and they're going to look at that and so yeah they'll kind of scoff at it or whatever but in the same respect they will come back to it and say yeah that's me and just being able to identify it and identify it as a family and the idea of consistent thinking with this brand man I just it's a master course in marketing. I wish I could capture it all. Uh, but what I want to do here is I want to skip over to uh, kind of just kind of presenting the car here real quick. And this is where I really like they kind of go back into Thanks, rear wheel drive transmission. It's rear wheel drive. That's something that and all wheel drivers are great. I love the all wheel drive setup. But I mean, we're talking purity. And as they move up, it was funny that they went from that all-wheel drive to overall aerodynamic. See, remember, that's something that they were in before. So there you go. You have the idea of this car that's saying every time they make a car, we've taken all the things that we've done in the past and we're going to we're going to master them. We're going to up our game. We're going to put stuff out. And uh, and I'm going to skip over here a little bit to this kind of, they have the little cutaway section here. And I want you to see this. This is 
Just amazing. There you go. So this kind of cut out stuff. I love being able to get right into the car and see it. The distinctive sound. That is so integral to the type of cars that we drive. Now this right here, the aerodynamics of this car, being able to show that and the idea of how they did that in the past look at that that's amazing and this is something that they've been working on probably since i want to say 2009 2010 is the idea of this new concept of drag or the idea of the aerodynamic efficiency the way you go faster is really to learn how to cut through air and just seeing this right now like there's a lot of thought that goes into this about how this car is really cutting through the air. It may kind of skip a little bit here because I do want to show you here. This is the brake system. This is something they've been working on for a while too, is this braking and how it cools the braking. Um, not just thinking about aerodynamics and the external because that's speed, but thinking about the things about cornering, braking, all those suspension issues, you, you you can have all the power in the world, but if you can't get the power down and be able to brake in turns, your car is slow. And they've really they put in the work on it to make sure those secondary parts happen. Let's get to right there. are always adopt to the fun to drive approach. That's why we wanted to express this feeling also when you look at the new Huracan Technic. There you go. This stuff right here is amazing with the little concept art designs and stuff that you guys see all the time. This That's the back door of every great design. It starts on that pen and paper and ends up with what you see there with this car. Lighting is perfect. Stage. Everything about it is, is great. And to talk about the car itself... Because I'm going to touch on a little bit. I haven't seen the car in person, obviously. I have some friends that are going down that are going to be viewing it uh, in the next couple of days. I love the venting. I love the, the silhouette of the car. Uh, and it really just takes the... the it's One of the complaints that I used to have about all these different brands that we used to see all the time was they would take a design and then they would just redesign it. So let's, let's say, for instance, and I'll, I'll put something that I think a lot of you might know is the Toyota Celica. The Celica started off as kind of the flip-up headlight car. It had really good design cues to it. It went to the next Celica. It went with the rounded eyes. Both cars were really good. Some people like one for the other. A lot of you guys like the flip-up stuff, and I'm with you. Um, it was funny that the, the rounded eye thing kind of worked, and Mercedes kind of adopted that too, so they had the look uh, later on. So it was hard to kind of... Just ignore it all. Do you know what I mean? Both cars worked. But then when they went to the 7th Gen Celica, it was a totally different car. It was more round, uh, more edgy, if you will. But it had a weird... It wanted to be edgy, but it wanted to be rounded at the same time. Um, and that's the thing is, is it didn't really um, push itself to be the same car that we had seen in the past. So it was one of those things of... It, it, too much change you know just make that a new car and i think that was kind of the problem with the new supra and why they got so much pushback was because i think it would have been better as its own vehicle versus being um what they kind of sold it as this car there is no doubt that it is itself over and over again it, it's being 
that part of its history. You know what I mean? It's it's evolution of from start to finish that it started off with the the Huracan base idea. It went to the next level of Huracan. It continued to, and this is all I want to say part of that Gallardo lineage, but the, the Gallardo and the Huracan, totally different cars, and that logic that went from car one to car two, it changed, and the name changed with it, and the representation changed with it, and everything about it that it was its identity. Um, you know, like I said, everything changed with it, but it, it's all still the same car. It's taking things and saying, our original design was perfect. Let's just master it. And I that's what they've done. I don't know if this is the last. I know that obviously these cars are going to be moving into um, electric and electric hybrid and, and some other things in the future. I don't know if this is, you know, what we should expect from the last of this car or, you know, how we're going to, how it's going to go in the future. Um, but I have to say from what I'm seeing right now, I really, I really like where it's gone. And like I said, the design work of this team, you guys from the marketing, from everything, these guys we talked to in the past, you guys should be really proud of yourselves for what you put together. Um, Lamborghini right now leads the world, I think, in social media. I think they lead everybody when it comes to vehicles. Um, and that was pretty much something that we've always had. It's You put their poster on your wall. You fantasize about owning the car, and one day you own it, and you take all those things that you just saw right there, and you say, that's the kind of person I want to be. And I don't know. I To, to close it out, too, um, is it perfect? No, of course not. These are abstract concepts. They're The, the idea of saying, you know, who am I? Um, but that's what other brand does that when did when did we ever see something with Ferrari that kind of hit it out there that just said that anybody can view that video you can go out right now whether you can afford a Lamborghini or not don't expect to be getting an invite to the viewing of the car um, but you can go right out right now and take a look at that and you know enjoy it just like everybody else and use it as a set goal and if we're ever going to expand this car world and make this world bigger our brands especially the biggest brands we have the guys that are the flagship lamborghini obviously being the flagship but if we go back to brands like ferrari if we go to porsche remember the old porsche commercial that showed the kid standing next to the window and he's looking at the car in in the screen and he goes up to the guy and he gives him a dollar and he goes what's that and he goes that's my down payment and, you know, it's like this kid, he's a kid, doesn't even have a job. Like, you know, you, what are you going to do? And then it cuts to the future of him buying the, the newest Porsche and driving it around the track. Um, that That's how we keep people in this. That's how we make a car world. That's how we make future people that want to be vested into this. And we, I, I have to lay this squarely at the feet of the automakers themselves. Lamborghini, good job. Lead the pack. That's how you do it. Ferrari, catch up. Maserati, Bentley, Rolls. All you guys, like, do it. Get out there. Rolls is getting in on the game, too. They're knowing exactly what's going on. They're trying to get their word out there. The idea that not everybody wants to be just the performance guy. Some people want to just drive. And if you've ever driven 
a Rolls Royce, you'll absolutely know what the beauty of driving a, a car that has a ton of power. That's all about that driving experience. It's not getting there quick. It's getting there. Uh, I want to say quietly, it's getting there in luxury and style, but underneath you is a ton of power. Bentley is another one that you, the, the history of Bentley racing, I would say easily encompasses any other kind of vehicle out there like ferrari and porsche you guys did a great job with the way you did i know for um enzo just dedicated his life to racing go look at the history of wo bentley and look at the stuff that he put out there you guys need to get that stuff out there you need to not just say we're a luxury brand but be able to say you know the the trick right now that these brands are doing is, is they're just using the suv to carry them over the hump and I, you know, hey, a lot of the stuff, like some of the stuff that I've done on this very channel, I looked at people and I've done, okay, and I'm going to say this, it's going to be very arrogant of me to say this, but I'm going to say it. When I was working in the business, I told you guys, this is what we need to do. You told me I was stupid. Today, your competition is doing it. Now I'm saying it again, and now I'm in the new thing, and I know what's cutting edge for these cars, and I'm telling you, you can pay attention to me right now, or you can let somebody like Lambo, when they get to the next brand or the next brand, the, the next big thing, that goes out there and takes this and takes it to that other level and runs with it and leaves you guys all behind. I am going to come back and say, I told you so the same way I did it last time. I'm going to do it again. You end up losing all the stuff to brands like, and I, not to say it's bad, but Tesla, Tesla came in, had a whole new structure in the way they sold vehicles. Other brands came in and they had a whole new way of thinking. Now there's a whole new concept of internet companies out there that try to sell cars. And it's all about the structure. I would hate to see the idea when manufacturers one day look over at all these guys they've licensed and say, eh, you know, you guys really aren't, aren't usable anymore. So you, as the person that has the license to sell those cars, you have a huge ability to do stuff right now. And you guys need to be just as popular as the manufacturer. These manufacturers are telling you now that this is now a social thing. It's the idea of people should be able to go to a Lamborghini dealership, sit in a social area to experience these cars, almost like a museum. I hate to say that. I mean, I'm some people are going to say I'm stupid for saying that, but it works for Porsche. It works for other brands. There's going to be a time when it's just going to be the way things are. And if you want to get people excited, these are entry levels. These are things that, uh, it's why we built Halo cars. The idea that we built a car that excited everybody to get people wanting to buy cars. And then they said, well, I can't afford that big flagship Viper. So, you know what? I'll buy a Dodge Hellcat or a Dodge this or whatever. And I'll, I'll pretend to be the fastest guy, if you will. And now they build every car they try to build. That's their performance vehicle is actually at this uh, almost elite level. Like we go to exotic events now and I just, I remember back in the 80s and 90s, you go to exotic events and you get these performance cars that were all over the place because 300 horsepower was the number. 400 horsepower was, you know, killer top end. I've drove a, a 227 horsepower 944 turbo up to the show. I was in like, and that's really all you needed to be to, to fit in it, right? 
that was the thing. Now today we've gone full circles. No, now we do an exotic event and we do a track day. And what are you going to bring to the track? You're going to have the Lamborghini um, Performantes. You're going to have the Dodge Hellcats. You're going to have, you know, the Camaros. That's you know all that. I think it was LV, whatever. I can never remember the name of that stuff now. But anyway, the fast one. Um, <laughs> but these cars. They can keep up. They can go on the track and be as performance oriented. And now you're hanging out with these guys. It's the moment when we did the Murcielago video, and then somebody uh, did a video afterwards with the um, the Corvette. I want to say ZR1, and the Corvette ZR1 was keeping up with the Murcielago. And they're like, "See, our car is just as good." No, your car is not a Lamborghini. It's okay, but. You are right. Your car effectively can hang with the big boys, and you have a chance to prove that on the track. In other words, you don't just wave your finger and say you are. You have to actually prove it. Um, a lot of you guys didn't prove that uh, because you just wanted to own the car and just say, I have something as good as it, which is really your you know, excuse for buying it. But there's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. In other words, you don't spend $500,000, spend eighty, ninety thousand dollars $90,000, and you had a car that was... I guess just as fast that's how it works that's the idea of what the beauty of this is one car gets you in the other car is the one you love it's your car because you can afford it it fits into your area it's the car you identify with and that's what we need we need more people being able to find those things open the venues and manufacturers out there you have to get it done you have to bring us more stuff and I hate to say it but you have to build an identity just like Lambo did here. So, yeah, that was that was amazing. And I love the little discussion we had afterwards because I think it's so true. I, I, I can't sell it enough to get out there and say, you know, if you want in the party, you got to earn it and you got to put in the work. So um, that's been my show today. I wanted to keep it at 30 minutes. Uh, because I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be my first time doing stuff with the Spotify video stuff. It's our first time back with Car Side Chat showing you um, really a cool car. And it's something that really excites me. And I hope it excites you too. If you, know, if you have input, don't hold back. Put it in the comments. Tell me what you think about this car. Tell me what you think that Ferrari could do to, to do its stuff better. What could Porsche do? Is, do? is the concept of a social room where you could go to Porsche and appreciate some of their older cars almost like a museum is that the way you would go does that work for brands like toyota or ford or uh chevy or any of that stuff is that something that would work for them i don't think it would work for honda but i don't know that's you, you guys got to tell me you got to put it in the comments and it's not just one thing it's all things so um I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited about the path we have forward. I am already trying to line up the next car for our first 360 shoot. You're not going to believe it, but it is going to be really fun. I've got actually multiple people lined up, not just one or two, but we're going to do that. We're going to do the chat stuff. We're going to bring in the ability to have guests finally. Um, after I finished the website stuff up, I promised I'd be able to do that, and it's, it's happening. So we are hopefully trucking at full speed finally um but i'm very excited about it and i'm excited to have you guys along for the ride remember this is a journey for all of us i want you to, i'm an entertainer my job is not to be happy about a lot of this stuff it's about making sure that you're happy with a lot of this stuff and if i can make this world a bigger place and a better place for everybody then 
hey, let's do it. Let's do it together and let's make a difference. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, this has been a great show today. Remember that we're just keep tuned to the channel. Keep on here. I'm going to try to make as much stuff as I can. I am one guy. So, you know, if it stops, don't don't lose any sleep over it. There will be more stuff. Uh, winter is a tough time, but I want us to, like I said, I want it to keep rolling and doing everything you're doing. So like I said, and I already kind of ruined the end there, but uh, yeah, as always, guys, keep rolling.